0: All right, guys. Our next guest finally has clarity in his future as he's set to take on Jan Bajovic at UFC 253 on Fight Island for the vacant UFC light heavyweight title after his thrilling fight against John Jones back in February at UFC 247. It is great to see the Dominator back in action. Dominic Reyes, welcome back to Submission Radio. How are you today, man?
1: Good, man. How are you guys doing today?
2: Good, man. Good. We're so happy to have you on the program. And uh, before we talk about this fight that's coming up, let's go back in time a little bit and look at how we even got here because you had that razor-close fight with John Jones at UFC 247, and it looked like a rematch might be on tap. At what point did you realize that this thing wasn't going to happen? Uh, when I signed this contract. <laughs> wow. All the way up to it, you believed that there's a chance that this, this, this rematch was going down.
1: Yeah. There's always a chance until there's not, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly right. So when did this Yarn fight start coming together? And when did you sort of realize that you were gonna have to switch gears and switch sites uh, from John Jones to Jan Buahovich? Uh,
1: four weeks ago. Three three and a half, four weeks ago, yeah.
2: Mm. I mean I, I'm I'm guessing it would be it, it's quite a big difference in opponents, you know, you would have been sort of thinking about this rematch and how it was gonna go down. How did how did it feel when you knew that sort of John was out of the picture and you had this new opponent and and Jan?
1: Um, I, it it's uh, it's never mattered the opponent as long as it's for a title. So the result's the same. You know, I'm gonna be champ. That's all that matters to me. Um, opponent doesn't matter to me.
0: So, as far as you're concerned, like whether you got the John Jones rematch or Jan Bojavic, it's all kind of the same to you. You're not really phase either way, right?
1: It's all the same result. I got my hand raised and I got a gold belt.
2: That's all that matters to me. What was your reaction to John uh, finally vacating the belt and also deciding to move to uh, heavyweight?
1: Um, it, it was made it more clear, which was cool. Um. If I was fighting for a title, was it wasn't going to be an interim title. So that's that's pretty important and awesome. So it went from a possible interim fight to an uh, absolute, you know, undisputed champion. And that brings much more weight. So, yeah, it was cool.
0: Was there, was there a sense of relief, I guess, as far as like him moving up and, and letting the division roll on as opposed to holding on to it like we've seen in other divisions where you know there's such a massive logjam and people trying to be champ champs and things like that?
1: Um, no relief. It was just, it is what it is. It wasn't, I didn't really have any kind of emotion or anything towards it. It was just like, all right, so how much do you pay me for this next one?
2: <laughs> That's all it was. It's, it's an interesting situation because a lot of people believed that uh, John saw this rematch with you, you know, as a very difficult challenge and him going up to heavyweight was per- perhaps because of that. Do you feel like he was sort of in a, in a, in a small way trying to avoid doing that rematch with you?
1: Uh, John's hedging his bets. Um, he's, he's just hedging the bet, man. That's all. Highest, highest uh, probability of success.
0: We saw that uh, you, you sent out a big tweet the other day. Um, you basically thanked John Jones and wished him well in his journey to heavyweight. Um, what, what made you want to do that and sort of extend almost an olive branch in a sense?
1: It's over. I mean, there's no, it's over. He's gone. There's no point in trying to get a rematch with somebody that's not in the division anymore. It's over. Time for my, and it's a, it's a time for a new reign. It's time for a new king. And I'm mm-hmm. ready to take that role. When you
2: said I know things got a little crazy, but I just wanted to be pushed beyond my uh, perceived limits by the light heavyweight goat again, what did you mean by uh, things got a little got a little crazy?
1: Um, immediately following the fight, we were very respectful towards each other. We, uh, we, you know, he promised me a rematch in the ring, and we were, we were, we were moving along like men. Um, in the aftermath, things kind of got a little internet-y, I call it, you know, <laughs> kind of, just kind of weird, so I just wanted to clarify it, you know, that was all just bullshit, and this is me being real.
0: So is it completely just water under the bridge, like if you, say, saw John Jones at an event, it would be, like, um, just completely amicable, you know, shake hands, nothing, nothing between you guys anymore?
1: Um, th- to be honest, there wasn't really anything between us. Um, we fought our hearts out against each other. We put on a hell of a performance for the fans and there was controversy surrounding the fight. You know, it gave people a lot of things to talk about. It was really cool. It was an, it was exactly what I wanted out of, you know, I've always been searching for the guy that's going to push me to my limits and teach me new things and, and show me that I am more powerful than I think I am. And that fight was that for me. And I'm grateful for that. And uh, yeah, I don't have any ill will towards John. You know, I was a little bit irked by the not being able to get a rematch. But stepping back and looking at it, you know, it's business. You know, he's trying to keep his legacy and keep his money up, and I'm trying to do the same. So it's all good. Does a does a part of you feel sort of happy
2: that you um, sort of at least got a chance to fight John Jones before he moved on from the division and sort of experience being in the octagon with him?
1: It's def- it was definitely a blessing, man. It's, it's it's. You ask almost any fighter on earth who their dream fight would be, it would be one of the GOATs. If it's a light heavyweight or a heavyweight or a middleweight, they're going to say Anderson Silva. They're going to say John Jones. They're going to say Stipe. You know, welterweights are going to say uh, GSP. You know, everybody wants to fight the greatest to see where they stand and see what they're capable of. And I was afforded the opportunity to do that. Possibly the last person ever to fight John's at LA Heavyweight. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I took it to him. I showed my heart. I showed the world what I'm about. And uh, I gained a lot from that inside the Octagon and out of the Octagon. And I'm, I'm just honored and proud to have been able to go through that and, you know, be possibly the last guy ever to fight him at LA Heavyweight.
2: Mm. You mentioned that he's sort of hedging his bets. Um, you know, when you go into this fight at UFC 253, and uh, if you become champion, are you already sort of expecting him to, you know, start tweeting out that he's the real champion and sort of still continue this kind of rivalry? Or do you believe that he's truly moved on from it?
1: Yeah, if I don't really expect him to do all that. And uh, if if he was going to do all that, I mean, he wouldn't have left the division, you know. So, I mean, that's that's like completely backtracking on what you acted on you know what i'm saying i don't think he's the kind of guy to completely leave the division and be like trying to talk trash about the division you know it doesn't make sense Mm. but you never know you never know you don't know what people are thinking or what they do or how they live their life uh to be honest it doesn't really matter at all (laughs) my my i'll still have the gold belt so
0: well, sort of looking forward to, to Jan, do you think that this experience and going through it with John Jones maybe almost gives you an advantage uh, when fighting Jan, something that he has an experience, you know, that you fought John Jones and you've gone through also the experience of fighting for UFC belt?
1: Yeah, fighting for a title is definitely a different experience. Um, and I got to do it against somebody that they said I had no chance against, you know, everybody counted me out. And uh, that was that was a great experience. Um Everybody thought I was going to lose pretty pretty drastically, and I went out there and you know won. So that experience is huge. Um, but every every fighter every fight gives you a certain experience. John Yan's uh, had many more fights than I have. Um, not you know UFC title fight, but definitely more fights. You know, and, and he has a wealth of experience as well. Um, I I expect Yan to be fully prepared and. It's going to be a hell of a fight, guys. I think we're going to steal the show.
0: Mm. Just out of curiosity, to touch on what you said, how it, it was a new experience, what was the biggest, I guess, surprise or biggest thing you learned um, when you fought for a title for the first time? What was the biggest difference compared to some of your other previous fights? Was it, you know, the sheer amount of media and the spotlight? Was it the extra rounds? Was it just the skill level in an opponent? What's something that you just can't prepare for in a, in a title fight unless you've experienced it?
1: Uh, well... Firstly, the media. That was that was the first thing. But yeah, it's not gonna have to deal with that because we're the co-main, you know. And it's a short notice kind of deal, so it's not as not nearly as much. Um, but I think the experience of being in the Octagon and fighting for five minutes, uh, five fives against, you know, the goat. Uh, that's that's something you can't. No matter what you do, you you can't get that experience, you know. And uh, I'm a whole new animal, man.
0: <laughs> mm. You mentioned the, the short notice fight. Uh, how, how does that sort of work for you? You found out only four weeks ago and the fight is pretty much about four weeks away now. Is this enough time for you? Are you happy with the time or would you have preferred, you know, maybe a little bit more notice?
1: Well, I mean, you, you always want more notice when it's a title fight, you know, there's certain preparations that have to be made, but it is what it is we deal with the hands we're dealt and we, we play our cards. I'm out here with the with the Royal Flush, man. Mm-hmm. Well, uh Jan is talking
2: about uh visualizing visualizing you going down in the third round. He's having dreams and visualizing he, he says, what do you make of his prediction for this fight?
1: It's important. You got to visualize, man. A- any high level championship level as we you got to visualize. If you're not visualizing. What are you doing? If you're not mm-hmm. confident. Then, what are you doing? You know, it's it's good for him. He's going to be ready, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'd love to know how you're visualizing it. I'm going to win. That's all that matters to me. Win, 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 hand raised. Champion of the world. I don't care how it goes down.
0: I guess the exciting thing about this right is that you know we've seen one guy sort of at the top of the light heavyweight division for so long and now for the first time in years it's going to be the start of a, a brand new era actually Daniel Cormier was the champ sort of in between as well but th- this seems like a completely new era so I'm just wondering you know the way John was sort of remembered a very dominant but very controversial how do you sort of want to be remembered as champ what are your goals as sort of you know the new light heavyweight champion of, of the division?
1: Hey, man, we'll see when we get there. I'm not, I'm not a perfect human being. None of us are. And we'll see what happens. But uh, when I become champ, you guys can judge me on my
2: championship. I mean, obviously, John Jones is a difficult fight, and Jan brings in a different kind of skill set. What kind of challenges to you do you believe he presents in this fight?
1: He has good power, um, and he's very technical. I've said this in all interviews. He's extremely technical. He throws clean punches. He throws with power, and he, he moves well, and he sets up things well. Um, I think the biggest thing that separates John from him is obviously the length and the athleticism, but Yan uh, is a good counterpuncher. John is not. I think that's the biggest difference between them and the biggest challenge I'll be presented with. I'm obviously prepared for it. I'm obviously ready for it, but that's, that's, that's the biggest threat here.
0: Mm. Uh, Scott Coker was uh, quoted a few no, recently saying that he believes the Bellator has the best light heavyweight division uh, around I'm just curious what you thought of those comments and this fight between you and Jan do you feel like this is for the number one light heavyweight in the world um, at the moment
1: I have a question for you mm. do you think you have the best radio station on MMA in the world
0: I don't think so if, I, if I'm being objective I, I would say we do a good job I don't think we are the best we not suck, Dom. Right, <laughs> we suck. We're the worst. <laughs> well, let's That's be honest right, here. Man. What are
2: we doing here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're making us consider
1: a career change. But, I, but I, <laughs>
0: I see your point. You, you you, think that to be the yeah. best, you got to have that mentality, right?
1: No matter what, whatever you have, you're going to say it's the best. Oh, your car, my car is... You're not going to be like, oh, my car's all right. No, my car's a shit. My car's going to beat your car. My motorcycle is better than your motorcycle. My glasses are, not, are shinier <laughs> than yours. It's always... <laughs> something if you're trying to be the best you 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 got to find those little things and it's up to them it's up to you to prove otherwise you know what i mean so i think it's just him holding down for his organization you know he's trying to remain relevant you know bellator is isn't as glitzy it's not as mainstream people don't really know what's up with bellator even who fights in bellator so it's up to scott coker as the promoter to Put it out there. My guys are the best. Create some controversy. Create create a, a, a conversation. You know, to ju- do exactly what you're... What, he, he did his job perfectly because you're asking me questions about an irrelevant organization. Mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's
2: quickly talk about the card as well, because not only will you be taken on Jan, but also, obviously, uh, Israel Adesanya will be taken on Polo Costa as well in the main event. I'm just wondering, how do you feel about being on the same card with Israel? He's a guy that, you know, brought a lot of excitement to the division. Is it going to be, in a lot of ways, sort of a fun time for you to be able to share the card with a champion like him?
1: Uh, it's going to be cool. He's a cool guy. Uh, we've had a few conversations. Uh, we have. We've had... You know, a couple of drinks together. It was a good time. I like Izzy a lot, um, but that doesn't matter. There's what, how many? 14 other fights on the card. Mm. Only, only fight that matters to me is my fight. I'm probably not even gonna see the main event, so it's cool.
0: I gotta ask <laughs> you, what, what, what was it like drinking uh, with Israel Adesanya? What is your drink of choice? And uh, where did the night take <laughs> you guys? Was this like Hangover Part Four? No,
1: uh, we were, we, <laughs> no, nah, we were in New York. Uh, doing something for another media outlet and uh i was drinking yinglings because the east coast has yingling beer it was really good and <laughs> i was drinking yinglings and we were out and we we just had a good time man we we're running around the streets of new york
0: mm. how, how do you see who do you see winning between him and uh, Paul costa i know you're not i know you said you're not going to watch the fight i imagine you'll be busy with post-fight stuff after your fight with jan but who do you see winning uh, and really? against those guys
1: um i i have easy winning um he has a massive reach advantage, and he knows how to use his reach. Um, and he also has extremely extremely good footwork. Um, Paolo is kind of a plodding, straightforward kind of fighter, and Izzy moves well laterally. So you all know what happens when you get a well-moving fighter against a straightforward fighter. All right, Don. Well, as we wrap
2: up, the most important prediction you mentioned, you're not really visualizing it, but just break down. what kind, How are you visualizing walking into that octagon? There's not going to be, you know, a crowd. It's going to be most likely on Fight Island. It's going to be a different setup. How are you visualizing sort of that fight in that moment against Jan Barkovic, a UFC 253 to potentially become the new UFC light heavyweight champion?
1: Don't get me wrong, man. I've fought Jan probably maybe 2,000 times by now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've won in a myriad of different ways. But like I said, in all the different ways, all that matters is my hand is raised. Nothing else matters, man. Um... It's going to be interesting walking into a quiet arena, but it's just going to put me in my zone sooner. Just me and my music, me and my zone, get in the octagon, I'm back home. And that's all I want.
0: Well, there you go, guys. Can't wait. It is going to be the start of a brand new era in the UFC's light heavyweight division. It is Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blachowicz at UFC 253 at Fight Island on September 26th. It's going to be the 27th here in Australia and New Zealand because of the time difference. Follow the out on Twitter at Dom Reyes and on Instagram at Dom Reyes 24. Really appreciate the time, Dom. I think you were driving somewhere. You didn't know that it was going to be Skype video and you pulled over. So now we've probably made you late just so you can do the show. So we really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dom.
1: All good, man. Appreciate you guys.